0: Welcome and thanks so much for tuning in today. Here's the thing you guys, this is what you need to know about more Joey. I'm the girl who says what everyone is thinking, unapologetically myself, all the time. The goal of this podcast is to help you go unfiltered. We use so many covers to hide our true selves and it's time to stop living your life according to what the ideal police think you should be doing and step into who you were created to be. More vulnerable, more authentic, and more free. Wow. What a year. So I turn 39 years old tomorrow and I still feel so young, mostly in my mind, but in my physical body, I feel about 55 years old this year. Everything that could go wrong this year felt like it did go wrong, but in my heart, I still feel young. I still love inappropriate comedy, rap music, driving fast and having the last word. So I'm basically 14. But I decided it'd be fun and terrifying and sort of weird to write myself an encouraging letter and let you hear it. Like a birthday card. So, for instance, everything I'm learning, I'm always learning with you. I learn a lesson and then I share it with you. So, I figured it's like my advice to myself, which is always what I tell you anyway. So, everything I've shared on the social platforms this year... Um, has been stuff I'm currently struggling with, working on, or whatever really resonates with me. And I've learned so much. And how can you not when you spend 31 hours, 31 plus hours, with great women having powerful conversations on this podcast? And it's had a very profound effect on me. It has given me joy. It has helped me embrace sorrow and grief. Um, I have learned so many things and been challenged so many times. And what has taught me that as much as we are all so different, we still have so much common ground and so much common humanity. And we need to be defined by what brings us together and not what tears us apart. So as I say, whatever I learn is the advice I give you all the time. And it's usually something I learned yesterday I like to think of it as fresh wisdom. It's right from the middle of my sweaty epiphany usually, and I share it as I learn it, and I'm learning as I go. And that feels super authentic to me, to be honest. So I'm beside you in the trenches, mud on my face. I'm not someone who has it all figured out because to be honest, if I think I've got it all figured out, I'm probably dead or I've lost my mar- my marbles. So side note about birthdays. I love birthdays. I often... My sister and I struggle with forgetting birthdays, so we will call each other to be like, don't forget it's my birthday. So I'm definitely a very proud birthday celebrator, if that's a thing. Um, And seriously, between the ages of 12 and 22, I lost a friend like every year. So I experienced a lot of death growing up, and I think that because of that, I... It drastically changed how I look at my life and how I look at birthdays. And I am so truly thankful for every year, even if it's a rough year, even if it's an insane year, I'm still so full of thankfulness. And um, I might have Botox in my forehead, but I'm not afraid to age and I'm not afraid to die, but I am afraid to not leave a legacy. Now, if I was to die today, I'm like partway there. I just feel like there's a lot more I want to do, a lot of good I want to bring into this world, a lot of ways I want to challenge myself and those around me. So I'm in my car doing this, you guys, watching my son play baseball, but I have all these typed sheets. So you might hear them. I always try to be so quiet, but let's just be, let's be real. So um, I'm excited to think of how I will view the world when I'm 60 from the colony I've created with like-minded people. (laughs) Just kidding. But isn't that starting to sound like a good idea? I mean, honestly, I have always wanted to live in a colony. Um, I think I would be the muffin maker. I think I really would. I would be the muffin maker. But what do I want to tell myself about this past year? What do I want to write to myself in the blank space of my birthday card? So I'm often offended if you only sign your name in a birthday card. There's like, that's probably my biggest pet peeve or the worst offense. Um, But yeah, I care about what a card says. So I'm going to have a little Diet Coke and pretend like I'm sitting here with you and writing myself a birthday card. All of the things. I don't want to edit this. I just want to throw it up because honestly, for like a week and a half or longer, I've wanted to do something special for this birthday episode. And I just couldn't think of anything. And I got some different ideas from people and they all seemed like a lot of work. And so then I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go off the cuff. I did type, seven pages, but I'm going to go off the cuff. That's what we'll call it. So my mom, my mother in law, my husband, and my best friends know that words are everything to me. So, and they nail this every year. Everyone who really loves me usually writes me a beautiful birthday card. I always start my cards with dearest. So like dearest Teresa, dearest Heidi, dearest mom, so that they know that there's no one dearer with that name than them. Dearest Jody," what a wild ride. This was a tough year. You should probably check your blood pressure because it's still likely too high. You navigated so much and all of your relationships are still intact, which during COVID is a huge win. You followed your gut and you started a podcast. Oh, This like makes me teary. This was so hard. And at first you wanted to pull your hair out. Remember when you would edit an episode for two hours and then it would magically reassemble itself in the wrong order and you had to throw the whole thing out and get new software You learned more about tech than you ever wanted to. And because of this, you take risks with tech because you believe that you can figure anything out. This is a valuable belief to have in yourself. You built this through perseverance. Oh, it's like hard to write a card to yourself. (laughs) I'm just so inspired by myself at this minute. (laughs) People liked the podcast and kept liking it. And now encouraging conversations have been played nearly 4,000 times. It only takes a spark to start a fire, and I'm so proud of your spark. It lights up others, and it reminds others of the power of staying on fire. You learned about the long-term effects of sexual trauma on women and people who are victims of child abuse, and it broke your heart, but it made you love more, and this still makes you teary. You have learned that you want to help women live powerful lives, lives that they are proud of after a lifetime or a childhood of bad relationships and abuse that has beat them down. You have learned that being proud of your life looks so different for everyone and that you want so much for your life and many others want more but have so much trouble finding the words to say and feeling like it's even okay to have desires is hard for some people. It's so hard for people to visualize a better life and you help them do this. You wake up their curiosity by being curious about your own life. You really learned to cry this year. Really cry. Release your feelings when you are alone. You seem to understand the power of a gut-wrenching sob more than ever. It releases all the things. Keep doing this. You have tried so hard to let others be themselves, which in the COVID time means something, something real. <laughs> it's a real thing. But protecting relationships sometimes means shutting your mouth and being quiet. You have looked really hard at who you need in your life and this is powerful too. Keep the good ones and build more into those relationships and let the rest fall away. Work out your anger and emotions. Write a letter, go into the woods, scream, run. Have the conversation with them without them present. Anger's cousins are sarcasm and depression and anger will come out if you have it. It's better you control how you release it. You did this and you need to keep doing it. Consider it a practice. I used to think talking to myself made you a crazy person, but now I certainly think that keeping it in will indeed make you a crazy person. You don't become calm and steadfast by pretending you don't have real powerful emotions. You become calm and steadfast by working these things out. You are an awesome, fun-loving, and intentional mama, and these boys are so lucky to have you. The impact you have on these kids is going to be your most important work. More than anything, they need your influence. Keep showing up and learn to just be with them. You have seen the impact of your own delayed decisions when your gut told you how to parent them. They need timers on devices and they need discipline. You have seen and heard your kids repeat things that you have said that later you realized you wished that your own heart wasn't so dark sometimes. Teaching them to think critically and not just do what they are told is going to be a powerful lesson that will help them when the revolution comes. Just kidding. I just want to make sure you're still listening. Teaching them that God loves them no matter how they screw up. Asking for forgiveness when you screw up and being willing to own your own shortcomings will be the most powerful tools you can put in their toolbox. Accepting yourself and also not settling when you know you can do better will help them to do the same. Be honest, hilarious, and real. These are still your biggest assets and will serve you well in parenthood. Oh, Jodes, you learned to honor your body this year with stillness and not unending burpees. You have learned that you need a slow start, water first, often yoga next, movement later. You have loved your body even when it felt defective, even when it said no to all the movements and activities you loved. You gave your body true rest, and this is so hard for you. This actually makes me tear up because this is so hard for me. You spent 38 years mostly not listening to any of your body's limitations, but you treasure her more now because of her ability to say no. You gave in and you listened when she needed it quicker than you would have at 37, and this shows real growth. You may have now learned this lesson, and hopefully you can finally move on. Your body spoke to you, and because she said no, you knew that you could say no too and still be loved by those around you. Your mantras sunk in. Keep reading yourself these mantras. Add quotes from others and Bible verses too. The other day, Jodes, you made a video that said, I am here to show you what is possible when you are full of impossibility. One of your mantras was, I show people what is possible, and you read it to yourself for approximately 60 days. All of a sudden, you realized this is how you're showing up. I'm really proud of that. Work has been hard on you. This is an exhausting time to lead people. But good news, you were made to do hard things. You love to lead people. You love to grow them. You want to polish them and make them shine. You realize that you need a lot of stimulation in business. And now you're wondering if you should Google what it looks like to have ADD as a grown-up. You made hard choices that needed to be made. And you protected your people. You realize that you were in this role because you see the bigger picture. You see what is best for your people and you make the hard call because you believe in the outcome. It is important that you be proud of how you lovingly gave out tough feedback. That sticky, gross last tidbit of coaching that you knew if you held back, it would hold them back. So you did it. You trusted your gut and applied critical thinking to your brain's thoughts and your heart's feelings. You are made for more in business, and I believe you will keep doing great things and that you are truly unstoppable. But don't doubt yourself. This is your secret sauce. Step into it with kindness and bravery. You need to do hard things because of those watching you. If you can't do it for you, do it for them. Okay, this is a doozy. You learned to get over yourself in a big way this year, and you fought it for the last eight years. Eight years ago, you hired a cleaner and told no one. And one time when your mom asked if you could get together that day, you said you needed to be at her house because you were having your furnace serviced. I'm sorry, mom. I lied. I was so ashamed that I felt like I didn't want to, nor was I good at cleaning my own home. And I felt like a failure. So then I got a cleaner. I kept her in in secret for a really long time. Loved it so much. It was such a game changer. Why wouldn't I want to tell every woman about that? Oh, shoot. I'm, I'm off script of how I talk to you. Okay, back to script. When you moved to the island, you told yourself you would clean your house because of two things. One, your kids needed to see it. And two, your house was more expensive than it was in Alberta. Then you tried to do it all and you couldn't. But you got smart this time and you flipped the narrative. You hired a cleaner and then you told her she was undercharging for her services because a coach is always pushing people to ask for what they deserve. You decided to still force your kids to clean, but enjoy the fact that you can help pay someone's bills and take some of the pressure off of yourself. This might push your kids to get a job that affords them to pay a cleaner, and you're fine with that now. Your boys will still know how to clean a toilet, but that doesn't mean they ever have to love it or find their worth in the ability to clean. You hired someone to organize because organizing makes you want to lose your mind. You walked around all anxious and stressed, looking at all the stuff, and for what? Why do you think you have to be good at everything? Jodi, you're good at so many things. Let these things go. You're over it. But now you ask yourself, is there someone who could do this task better than me? Your home needs to rise up to meet you. It is your happy place. And when you struggle with something, some role, some stereotype, you just need to keep stopping and getting curious about whether or not you still need that narrative or if it's time to rewrite a new script. Ah, You spent time with God every morning. You did Bible studies and you went deep. You struggled with all that praying because you felt like all your friends were praying for opposite things. You decided to be thankful that God is good and knows how to answer all of our prayers. Loving God first and not telling people online felt sort of inauthentic. The true power behind everything in your life stems first and foremost from your daily living, breathing relationship with God. Dear God, everything sucks right now. Please hold me today. I just can't even anymore. God wasn't stressed by your struggle. He showed up, gave you courage, gave you kindness helped you step into conflict that mattered, and walk away from people who just wanted to fight for no benefit. You didn't want to tell many people about your relationship with God because of a laundry list of reasons you've lived with your whole life. You thought people wouldn't care, wouldn't understand, would turn away. When you realized that deciding to run your own race had to be authentic, you knew you couldn't leave this part out, and you did the right thing. A relationship with God is literally your saving grace. You knew you couldn't pretend you were doing it on your own, You needed a higher power, a God who isn't stressed by your stress and who can hold you and your anxieties and your doubts and your frustrations and calm you from the inside out. Decide to be proud of the ability to submit yourself to God because submission is hard and walking in faith isn't easy, but it is worth it. And guess what? You stepped more into being honest about your faith, and when you did, your following grew. Branding expert Aisha Santos says, Make all the parts of you even the ones the world might say are uncool, part of your brand. Be who you are all the time, in all areas. You'll love this because it gives other people more permission to show up as themselves. Keep praying honest prayers and God will keep showing up. Prayer is the most important part of your relationship with God and the more you pray, the more you see God everywhere. God will grow your capacity, acceptance, and love for others. I'm going to end this podcast with a quote because you know me. I love my quotes. Toby Mac says, Don't miss out on something that could be great just because it could be difficult. And honestly, that's a really good mantra for these years that we're in right now. So much of a wild roller coaster all the time. But don't miss out on something that could be great just because it is difficult. Find the best in every day. Have a great year, Jodes. Happy birthday. Hey, more Jody listeners. First of all, thank you for spending your time with me today and being here. I love what I am doing. I can't believe how much fun I'm having sharing these stories with you guys. So please like, subscribe, rate, review, share this podcast with one of your friends that you think really needs to hear it. And don't hesitate to send me a message and let me know what you'd like to hear more of on this podcast. Have an awesome day and choose to make the world a better place.